Oh shit, guys! What you know what it is? Our anniversary. No. Nope. When is our anniversary? Welcome to episode sixty-nine. Oh <laughs> for the dash game. shit! <laughs> yeah, it's sexy because Colton's not here. Hell <laughs> yeah! And we're in a new, strange place. Um, I love it. My name mm-hmm. is Donnie Walner, and with me is Jared Quinn. <sighs> Caught me off guard. I'm used to Colton being right there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no buffer. There's no we're, buffer. We're fucking wet and dirty today. Gatorade. Gatorade. I just saw some Gatorade over <laughs> there, so I said it. It's right. my catchphrase for you the could day. Have at least made it into the quote from Waterboy. Like, I knew there was a quote, and I was just blanking on that. I'm it's not... literally the word yeah. you said, <laughs> but it's it's the emphasis Water on the aid. Sucks. It really, really sucks. This isn't my normal sappy. This isn't my normal seat in the words of Corey Matthews. <laughs> and uh, James Aquilina is also here. Yeah. <laughs> aka aquaman i love it i do remember joke. once in high school i think you made a touchdown because you, you james was on the football team and because like james like i feel like they didn't play you as much so nobody was anticipating you getting a touchdown so they were like like oh we need a chance everybody starts like aquaman <laughs> aquaman <laughs> is that a real story yeah it really happened in the crowd yeah like in the crowd. Never, james just, never knew during the tnt game yeah no, it wasn't so. during the TNT game. I, maybe it was actually. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was one. It was at a home game. Yeah. And at one point, you scored a touchdown because I remember everybody going Aqua Man, <laughs> and I feel like it was because nobody had a chant ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a backup, I wasn't expected to score. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm prepared funny. for you to do anything. So, uh, so yeah, episode sixty-nine. Yeah. Uh, we don't have, we don't have anything particularly sexy prepared, but um, we. Are uh, just gonna we we saw a lot a lot of good movies came out late recently so uh, we uh, and some that uh, particularly Jared uh, cares about very deeply He's maybe itching his hairy chest <laughs> I gotta now. shave it oh. uh so we just we're, we're we'll call this like a movie update episode so we're gonna talk about some movies we saw I'm just noticing you got trailers my, I'm just mo- noticing you got Donnie a mug. Yeah, specifically <laughs> for him. Kind of mug. God damn right, you got me. Oh, no, you like it, Donnie. Yep. Sixty nine. Uh, so, do you want to talk about the trailers first, or do you want to talk about the actual? I don't know. What do you guys first? want to talk about first? Do the movies because it's older news. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah, idea. Makes sense. So, what came out first, Logan? Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, hurt. We all saw. We all saw Logan today. Uh, <laughs> I hurt my shirt. <laughs> uh, Johnny Cash. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of old news by now, but uh, we saw Logan when when it came out, and it was it was a good movie. We enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Yes. Did, did Is that like a period? Take it away. I don't know. No, I don't no, know like, no. Though. I thought it was really good. I thought, okay. I think I think <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like insulting, but I thought it was really good. Uh, it's uh, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, <laughs> I like uh, I liked it. Trying to get my thoughts together. Sorry, charity uh, started. Started. Anybody have any thoughts um, together? Because I, don't. I, yeah, I really liked it. I saw it twice now. Um, I, it, there's so many ways to go with this movie. I feel to talk about it because, especially like going into it or when it was first announced, I was like, okay, cool, another Wolverine movie. And then they're like, this is his last one. And I was, you know, it was like, oh my god, this is the last one. This is crazy. What's it gonna be? And when all the rumors started, like I wanted the big thing I wanted was X23 in it, the girl, and. So that's, I remember what I, the only thing I want, I'm like, they, they, they probably won't do it though. Or they'll put his son in it and piss me off. And then, you know, they, Dakin, Dakin, he's a piece of shit. So then, you know, they announced that it's 
the rumors are it's gonna be old man Logan. I'm like, oh, why? We don't want old man Logan. You can't have all the characters. And I was, it was a very weird feeling going like when things were being announced about this movie. And then eventually, you know, the trailer came out, and <laughs> somehow, like, my mind was changed. You know, you go into the movie, and it was so different from every other superhero movie that has ever been. I mean, the closest you can compare it to is something along the lines of um, the Nolan trilogy. It's not quite, it's not grounded, it's not gritty like that, but it's very, it's very more, it's much more realistic. It's much more expertly shot in every how, scene. How I said it was, it's like someone actually made a superhero film instead of a superhero movie. Yeah, it's a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a film. It's got yeah, more like, emotional resonance. Every single like scene, you know, you can tell it's being shot with care. It's not just, okay, well, we need to show them talking. We need to have this scene. Um... Yeah, every single scene, every single aesthetic was perfect. It was spot on. It was telling the story throughout the entire time. Um, the relationship between Logan and Professor X was awesome. The whole, every single story arc, um, the whole Laura and Wolverine or Logan was great. Uh, I really liked how they had these elements of the future and they never sat there and explained it to me. I remember sitting there with the, with the cars when they were on the, the highway or whatever, and one car almost ran them off the road, and they spin out, and all the cars are still fl- going by. I'm like, why aren't, why is anybody stopping? Are they all idiots? Oh, I'm the, like, oh they're the all... Semis. The semis. And I'm like, yeah. oh, they're all self-driven. These are all... That's why they're like that. And they never stopped to be like, oh, yeah, they're self-driving cars now, which was really cool. It really just threw you in this world, and you had to be thinking and watching and paying attention. I loved that. Um, yeah, did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah. I, I don't know how... Well, I wanted to ask your opinion, because I really love the movie. It's mm-hmm. probably a, my second favorite superhero film now, <clears throat> if I had to put it in that category. So yeah. it was, I would say this is probably the best film I've seen this year. Yeah. I would say that. I would say that. Because um, it wouldn't count Beauty the Beast because it's a remake. So, yeah. But um, what I fe- thought was great about it was a lot of the same things you did. Mm-hmm. But something that stuck out to me that I wanted to ask you about was, how did you feel about that clone Wolverine? About Laura? No, not Laura. Oh, the, the clone Wolverine, the the, bad, the bad Wolverine X twenty four. That so, I didn't really like. Yeah, I could have taken or leaving, leaving left that. Yeah, that was very odd to me. It was just kind of like, all right, this is you know we have to have him fight somebody, you know, whatever. Um, in my head, I can spin it. I can though see the justification for it in a storytelling purpose because they talked about how they only wanted the rage in that, like how X twenty three and the other um, clones or whatever they had feelings and emotions, whereas this new Wolverine clone X-24 was purely rage, which to me was interesting in the sense of that's such a defining part about Wolverine is his rage and his animal, how it can turn to an animal, he goes berserk. So to have him have to fight just the rage was in a sense, it was the, um, what do you call it? Personification, I guess, yeah. of that internal struggle, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that he isn't himself able to defeat it, but that Laura ends up being the one to defeat it, which you know ties into the whole he needs to feel something else. He needs to feel that bond of family. He needs to feel like a person again with her, which to an extent you can, it makes sense. You can spin it, but I agree. Like I didn't, if I, I like the idea, like you just said about the rage and the mm-hmm. whole personification of it. I just wish it wasn't, didn't look like Hugh Jackman or young. I see what you're him. saying. Yeah. I think that's what threw me off with it. Okay. Yeah. That's because totally he, that. spoilers, mm-hmm. obviously when he goes in and stabs like, Xavier when he's in the bed at the, uh, the house they're saying at mm-hmm. you're just like oh wow wolverine just killed him but then it's not him and it was like one of those really cheap that was like the only like yeah. cheap corny part of the film like oh really who mm-hmm. who made that decision was that it was studio heads or was it actually the directors like yeah someone else was pulling the strings on that one i think that was 
that was the odd part. I will agree. Like, like I said, I could have taken it. Me I could take like, it or whoa. leave it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it or break it for me. But sure. it is. It does feel off. It's the one thing of that movie that does feel like it doesn't fit. Yeah. But everything else was fantastic. Cinematography, yeah. the, so the storyline plot was was amazing. The what was pushing Wolverine to do it. And again, it has a lot of sentiments with The Last of Us. A lot of comparisons to that. Mm-hmm. It's a, a father mm-hmm. figure taking a younger daughter looking figure with him across the country gotta get her somewhere mm-hmm. um, so but i just thought that the, the whole film the whole package was a uh, spot on great yeah. stuff it was I emotionally think, resonant because I, I teared up at the end yeah it was so approval. good i think so. I, it was hitting me after the fact too like leaving yeah. and like you know driving around like later that night even like 12 hours later i was like i was like just weeping in his no like, i was just sitting there i'm like i'm like that was it like wolverine's gone it's a powerful like, film. spoiler like yeah wolverine died and i was like sitting there thinking like back like 17 years ago when i was like i don't know like seven years old seven eight years old watching that first x-men movie like it's not, like that was it that was a long ride and like you there was a lot of um meta meta yeah to like film. being like this is hugh jackman's last one yeah. you know he's going out and I mean, I think it's safe to say he is the defining superhero actor now. I mean, the only ones who compare are Christopher Reeves as Superman and Robert Downey Jr., I guess. But I think he takes a cake just based on how long his tenure has been. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. But think about it. You look back and you're like, wow, he really mm-hmm. has been <laughs> He has been doing this, this for a long time, two decades almost. Yeah. And you kind of take for granted that, you know, we have a new Spider-Man every few years. We have a new Superman. We have a new Batman. It was like, he has just stuck it through for 17 years. That's crazy. Um and but, then same with Xavier. Same thing with Xavier, yeah. Because he's been there, too, and he, he's been he there had a great years. performance, too. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he, I felt like he got overshadowed um, by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Which isn't which is fine. bad. Because it was yeah. about... It's Logan, you know? It's not mm-hmm. about Xavier. But yeah. I felt like what it, the PC added to that film was Was really amazing. good. It yeah. was really sad, too. It was a nice twist, because in the old man Logan story, uh, Wolverine's one who killed the X-Men. So it was a nice twist for fans to be like, oh, no, Xavier killed him in this. Yeah, that was that's great the way they explained it. Yeah, and it they was didn't, it was like wasn't it just sad? Here's... It just like the entire movie you had that sadness to you, and I like that they didn't go into the X Men and really talk about them. It was just you know they're gone now, and it was very weird. And ah, there are so many little things like when that uh, the cyborg guy I can't remember his name, one with the blonde one. Oh yeah, when he gets into Logan's car in the beginning, the and he goes, "Oh, as I live and breathe, the Wolverine." Like it was really cool that whole you know that's in the past now. You know, like the world's moved on from the X Men or from mutants, and also. Another thing about mutants, actually, I'm sure they've said it in the old other movies. I can't remember, but when that cyborg guy called uh, Caliban the white dude, when he called him Mutie, I like cringed almost. Like I felt like that offense. Like I don't know if they, <laughs> I can't remember when they've done that. I'm sure they've done it in the other movies, but that was a, a point that stuck out to me. That kind of like, like discrimination when he called derogatory him derogatory term. And, yeah, which really just stuck out to me for some reason. I like that. Um, I loved. Like, I thought Laura was spot on. I thought they did a great job with her mm-hmm. bringing her from the comics to the movie. I like that she spoke Spanish. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was. I really liked um, that scene when she started talking. Cause I thought that was that was really funny because it was shut up, shut up. <laughs> that was uh, actually that scene too. Was that was awesome when she punched him in the face? Yeah, because that yeah. was like don't hit me. <laughs> like rewatching that scene, I was like, this is such a dramatic scene, but there's just that hint of comedic value mm-hmm. to it, and it's not. It doesn't take away from the drama of the scene at all. Yeah, and it was it was that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Actually, when they're in the car and he's like yelling at her, they're yelling at each other. But I thought it was really good foil to Logan as a character because he's so closed off. And where you know in the beginning of Caliban's like, oh, talk to me, and he just kind of like pushes him off. He's kind of gruff. He's a dick. But with Laura, she just doesn't speak at all. So the communication between them is you know stinted, like how Wolverine always stints his communication with everyone around him that's a great point which i thought was awesome yeah um and then i'm trying to think yeah just 
I love that. I loved everything about that movie, really. Like, that scene at the end when they're with the kids, and he's, like, getting mad at her, and he's like, I'm not whatever it is, you know, you think I am. I thought... And then that scene, and then at the end, when they, um, you know, when they bury him, and that one kid has the Wolverine toy, and they had, like, the comic books in it, I thought that was so, like, that was very meta, and that was very cool, and that was just, to me, was, um, they, like, highlighted one of the interesting things about Wolverine as a character, because with, with Spider-Man, with Batman, with Superman, with those characters, they're trying to live up to, like, an ideal, they're trying to become, like, an ideal that everyone else sees them as, so that they can, they want to live up to that, this ideal, Whereas Wolverine, like, notice knows about himself is like, I'm nothing good. Like, there's, I'm not a good person. But everyone else around him seems to see something else inside of him. And for that little kid, it was the superhero with the costume on, which was awesome because he's never had the costume on in these movies. So it, like, really brought that out to be, you know, to somebody, he is a superhero. To Laura, he was this person who was a hero. And to she knew Professor X because of these comic books. And that was the meta thing of, I think, with movies and comics, like, bringing those characters to life, you know, and making them feel more real and connecting to these fictional characters. I thought was, that was awesome. It's so sad, too, to think now that this is the last one. Yeah. It's a great... It did leave you wanting song, more. But it's also like, man, I wish you could want more of this. Yeah. That so. was that was great. Also, just, like, the, the... That movie Shane, they had that in there with, like, you know, when the sheep, they buried him and she said those lines again and... When she fucking took the cross out and turned it to an X, that was that was cool. That got Easter me. Easter egg, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. like I didn't see that coming. It's so perfect. Uh, like X Men, Professor, you know, everything. Uh, yeah, I. It was an end of the era almost, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna keep making X Men films? Right, because mm-hmm. this they, is such a great end to it. It is right. They have they have planned. They're doing another one in, for the nineties, like play taking place in the nineties with Sophia Turner as. Okay, so it is. So the, they're doing those ones past. in the past. Yeah. How much further they're going to go on past that, who knows? We'll see how this one does because X Men Apocalypse underperformed compared to like Days of Future Past. You know, review wise, um, they, we'll re- they reset the future. So, who mm-hmm. knows what, and it's also that question of like wrench that throws into it. How do they how do they want to approach these movies? Because the X Men timeline's always been kind of like this doesn't really make sense if you think about it. And Wolver- Logan's one of those. It's like, is this really supposed to be the end of? that timeline from Days of Future Past because that's really sad to reset it and then <laughs> yeah. kill them all again. Yeah. So to me, I, I feel like you're just supposed to take this movie as you know you know everything from the past movies. We're going to have the little nods from it but don't think that it's the actual end this of the Days one, of Future Past timeline. spider web. Yeah, this is like a, yeah. this is an alternate future or whatever. Um, they could reboot the X-Men again. We don't know. Um, and it also just leaves with X-23 you assume they're wanting... Because the studio said they want to use her in the movies more now. And they apparently didn't know about the character until the director <laughs> brought them, brought it to them. And they were like, oh, what's this? And like, like you didn't know you had this character? <laughs> um, which is just crazy. He said that he would want to be involved in... <laughs> what? <laughs> Jared, I can see, like, the rage. In your eyes, it is! Which is the vein popping out. <laughs> it just makes me so mad. <laughs> don't understand no, the properties no they own. No fucking respect for Laura. These are, the, these are the properties and the characters they own. They don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, we, oh, we can make a movie with this. Oh, yeah. cool, man. <laughs> um, what else did I was gonna say about that? About hey, I, they probably forgot about Morph, so maybe the next movie they'll I, mention Morph. I hope Morph is. They in have movie. him, and then they'll bring him in. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see if they just are gonna make an X Men movie and be like, oh, now that everybody knows who Laura is, we're just gonna fucking cast an older girl to play an older version and then just throw her in there. They could do that. Yeah. They could do a continuation. They could have Daphne Keene play Laura again with those kids, and they could do something with that. Don't absolutely no idea what they're going to do for that. 
And then it's also because up in the air with Deadpool, like we'll see how Deadpool 2 does with the director change, and hopefully that's still good. But still, Deadpool's kind of off to the side. But they want to build up to an X-Force movie with him, and it's like, there's so many balls in the air, and if they're going to have the same actors, like will Olivia Munn come back to play Psylocke if she's going to be in that movie? I don't know. Now with the rest of the cast not being there. Yeah, I you know. Don't, Fassbender and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, like that. She probably won't come back. No, Olivia Munn, the girl who plays Yeah, no, Psylocke. but I don't oh. think she'll come back because those other cast members won't be there. Oh, you don't think so? I don't, because it depends on what they do. So, yeah, that's just, I have yeah. no idea what they're going to do, what actors they're going to decide to bring back, or which ones will want to come back. The X-Men universe is definitely just up in the air. One thing I did read, though, was Fox Studios, or the executives, or they did say that they're not looking into, at the moment, recasting Wolverine. Like, they don't have any plans to do that. But they said, like, if they do eventually, if when the day comes, they said Hugh Jackman's going to be involved with helping them cast it. Like, he's going to help, like, pass nice. the torch in that way, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. But, personally, I... I could wait ten years and not see Wolverine in a movie. Like I don't, they I do. don't want yeah. to see him for a long time. Any more thoughts? I feel like I rambled on. No, no. I feel like you mm. guys said pretty much anything I was going to say. So, <laughs> uh, so moving from one beast to another. Heyo. Um, <laughs> we also saw Beauty and the Beast, which holds a special da, place na, in na, na, na. Jared's heart. As does is that your that's your favorite, favorite. Disney movie? Yeah. Right. I know I know Belle's your favorite Disney princess, but mm. I didn't know if that was also your favorite Disney movie. I yeah, know. that was actually the, the first movie my mom ever got me. Wow. So, so yeah. it's got that nostalgic value it to does. it. It oh, does. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our other podcast, Life with Dash Podcast, where we are talking about nostalgia this week. <laughs> um, I like that plug-in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess... I know you were just rambling, but I, f- I feel as though you're, you're, you're <laughs> opinion, your opinion is the only one that is the most valuable, okay. I feel. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't mean to say the <laughs> I know, only I know. one, but it, it's, I know, it's I'm kidding. the most valuable. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on Beauty and the Beast. And overall, it's that I like it. I enjoy it a lot. And it's like it's one of those things where I have critiques of it, but none of them are big enough to where I can be like, it can make me say, like, I disliked it. It's just like... Things that I didn't like are like I completely understand why you did that. Hmm. That's the kind of like com- like things I have, and it has to just do with some of anything to do with kind of like the way it paced a little bit was a little off at some points, which wasn't ever bad though. It's not like it was a big deal, but there were little things uh, and that had to do with the leap between I think animation and live action to where I can just you you just it just highlights how animation can just do some things so well, and that you can't it's hard to translate them to live action like. This is a scene, little scene, little thing that just threw me off. And it wasn't a big deal at all. Once again, it's like, I don't want to make it sound like I hate it. But in the Beauty and the Beast movie, obviously, in the cartoon in this one, when the horse, uh, Philippe, or not Philippe, yeah, Philippe, runs away and it comes back to battle. And she's like, oh, you know, Philippe, where is dad? You know, take me to him. <laughs> in the animated movie, like, the, the you know, animated animals, they have the eyes and everything. Do they have that personality to them? So in this one, when the horse came back, I was kind of like, oh, the horse just, like, knows. And it was a thing. Like, well, that happened in the movie. Like, I understand. But I was like, it just feels off to me for some reason. Because it's a real horse. Because it's a real horse. It felt like an animated face. <laughs> yeah. And it just felt a little off to me. And, like, once again, it's like, that's what happened in the movie, though. That's the way I, I figured it would happen. It just, for whatever reason, was a little off to me. And then the, it was very uncanny, the, the objects moving around. And once again, like, I think that looked the best that it could have. Like, Lumiere, Cogsworth, but... Once again, an animation when you can see Cogsworth's eyes like fully and like his little mustache moving around and like just little things like that to me just highlighted how animation still has its place. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Um, but to go off of things I really did like was I really liked 
that the Enchantress was Belle's mom in this. I thought that was a really cool twist. I liked them going. I liked them having more about Belle's mom. I loved the. Uh, I loved the idea that the people in the castle got, got cursed because they didn't help stop the Beast's dad from being nasty to him yeah. or whatever. I thought that was really cool. It I felt really they embellished a lot of the story and filled in potholes and gaps when you watch the original anime. Yes. You're like. This just makes no sense. Why would she? Why would they fall in love in like three days? It's like yeah. ridiculous. They they add a lot to that. And I really like yeah, all that stuff. Make it more uh, sensical. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that was the you biggest know? challenge, and the thing I was most worried about is like them uh, making it not feel like creepy in real because like yeah, it's yeah. real life actors. And You're like, like it's stuff bestiality. Like that. <laughs> yeah, coming but close. I think I do the one line. I think that was it was funny, but like when she asked him to like grow a beard at the end, I was like, "Yo, she wants she's into yeah. that bestiality. Like, oh wants, yeah, she wants she wants that, it like, rough. She wants that beast dick." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was funny. It was um, never creepy though, which I was afraid. Was afraid of that happened. I was afraid that it was going to happen in the translation too. Because he had action. Emma Watson, that's why it wasn't creepy. Exactly, because she just she just was awesome. She's perfect. Mm, yeah. yeah, I've heard some complaints about her singing. I thought it was awesome. Thought it was good. No, I did hear that too. And my girlfriend uh, mentioned it. She's like, I wish she would have sang. I had a higher octave. I'm like, well, she can't. She just doesn't have that octave. She can't yeah. sing it. Mm. So I'm like, but I thought she did fantastic with what yeah. she could work with for not being a professional singer. I thought she did great. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I was I fine with it. I. I didn't know that people were complaining about that. Yeah, a little seems, bit. That seems silly. Well, they, they, I mean, Paige O'Hara was like an actual probably like singer, yeah. the girl, the woman who yeah. did Bell before. Um, and also, it was another one of those like leaps between animation and live action is the silliness of when all the objects are fighting the top of mob. There okay. was a little bit of like, you know, when they're shooting the things. I'm like, it's funny and it's great. I I wanted it to be there, but it was a little bit that took me out and be like, you know, that worked so much better in animation um, that it takes you out less of it. I loved all the new music. I thought all the new music was really good. Yeah, they felt very well. Yeah, that beast, song, that song that Evermore. Beast sings. Yeah, when, yeah, that was when good. Bell leaves. I think that was my favorite song. That was in the awesome. Movie. Like that was that was a really good song. Guess who sang it? Who? Josh Groban. Oh, mm-hmm. very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, he did a good job. I'll raise you up, man. <laughs> but yeah, there was just little things like that that leap between animation and live action that just threw me off. Okay. Um, Overall, though, I thought it was really good. I I would have actually liked little bits more, like with maybe with I didn't I didn't need that scene of Bell's dad being nursed back to health by the um old lady Agatha Agatha because I felt like they gave away because I actually got confused. I'm like, oh, so it did the enchantress that nurse him back to life, and then when they were back in the tavern, he's like, oh Agatha. I'm like, oh no, is that that crazy lady? So that just kind of threw me off, but that's not a big deal. The, my only my only like really big gripe actually with the movie. It was something that I just I absolutely despise. I don't understand why they did it. And it was actually an editing choice, like a, the way the scene was cut. Oh right. At the very that. end of the movie, when they're they're singing "Tale as Old as Time," you know, they're singing the Beauty and the Beast song, and they have Belle and Beast dancing. Who decided to cut to the people who were singing and end it with them? Should have been the opposite. It looked pan, pan across the people singing to Belle. Yeah, and, and the like prince. like I understand the idea. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna end the movie them. right when the song ends, and they go. Oh! But like to show those two things, like I don't fucking want to see those two as the That's last true. shot of Beauty and the Beast. You're right. Like, you're right. Was just like, oh, I like, I absolutely like. <laughs> I think it's funny how mad you yeah. are. It's, about it just seems such. It just seems so stupid. <laughs> it's just like who did that on? Huh? What people ended on the, the the girl who was the 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 two um the, the singers piano the piano and the wardrobe. And the wardrobe. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember it that. Ended now. on them because okay. they were the ones singing and playing. Yeah. And I'm like, who decided to cut it like who that? Who cares about these? Characters yeah. who weren't even in the original. <laughs> like that was. Yeah. No, I get, it. That. I get it. Um, other my other, not complaint 
now so I'll go to another good thing I like though. When I rewatched Beauty and the Beast the last time, at the end of the movie, I was like, you know what? I wish they would have shown LeFou at the party. I wish, because, like, he's a likable bad guy, and he's he's bad, but he's not that bad. You want to see him just like, okay, now that, like, my fucking, my boss is not around, I'm going to be kind of, I'm not going to be a dick anymore. And I wish I would, they would have shown something of him at the party in the old one. So I liked in this one that they had him be that likable bad guy. He kind of teamed up and had helped Mrs. Potts fight back the mob, and then they showed him dancing at the end. Like, I, I thought that was awesome, because I wanted to see more LeFou. And I actually would have liked to see even more of him in this movie, too, because I thought Josh Gad was awesome. He stole the show. Yeah, he was great. He was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love that they made him gay, gave him homosexual. Yeah. Like, the dynamic with the Gaston. That was how he, like, knew him, and he, like, calmed him down and all that. That that worked really well. It was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Did you want to add anything? Sure, yeah. uh, Like I said, keep going off that. Josh Gad was Mm. the best new addition that they had to it, I would say. I loved the song with the Beast, and I did love... um, some of the, the plot holes they filled in. Yeah. Um, but Josh Gat was the best addition, mm-hmm. a new thing for this film. And um, the soundtrack was great. Everything sounded good. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so I did I did love the fact that with Gaston, he was with Dead On. He's my favorite character in all of Disney. And <laughs> he did, Luke Evans did a perfect job uh, casting him. But also, I did love the fact that they added refrains to different parts of the songs. Yes, and they fit right in, and they were mm-hmm. they were not they didn't take anything away from the old ones, and they perfectly fit in with the new the movie, the movie and the, yeah. the scenes they cut. So definitely thought that was hilarious. That was awesome. I really yeah. like that that they changed up some of the lyrics at times to keep you on board. Mm-hmm. There were some awesome shots too, where it just like was the movie coming to life. Like Gaston's trying to get through the crowd to get to her, and she's singing. That was an awesome yeah. shot. Like, also, perfectly. I thought when they did "Be Our Guest." That yeah, looked, that did look fantastic. That looked great. And in the mm-hmm. sense, we said the animation didn't doesn't do justice to live action. I thought mm-hmm. that scene though looked. I mean, Hannah and I were watching it. I looked at her. and I'm like, wow, that was that was fantastic. Like, yeah, all the colors and all the characters around. Now, I was going to ask you. They had that one part where they had um, at the end of the be our guest song. It looked like that. Uh, what's the word for the? Is it, is it a mosque or something? They had like this Arabic. <laughs> type of mosque uh, is a type of church yeah they had like an arabic mosque or type of church from the middle east in that scene in the song they did they did and what? i was like is that supposed to be an aladdin reference are you sure yeah i'll have to watch it again i don't, I don't remember i saw that and i was like what part are you talking it's during about? the be our guest song and it's like the last probably like the show wasn't a pot of it no it was like this giant like church mosque, uh, mosque thing and it looked like it was something to do with aladdin i'm like what is this connection to this movie Oh, it takes place in France. It, um, yeah. Oh, uh, I'll have to rewatch it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, don't remember. I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that. I was like, what is I this? I think it was a giant pot you saw. <laughs> no, I swear. I'll see if I can look it up. Because I was totally thrown off by that. I'm like, okay. Aladdin? Okay. That was, yeah. I will say that, like, I'm, I'm a little, I think I was a little more picky with this because it's my favorite one. But, and I was telling this to Diane that I, part of me likes the Cinderella remake more, but only for the reason that Whoa, I'm, really? what? Only for this reason, that I'm not a big Cinderella fan, and I think the Cinderella live action completely improved on the animated, whereas I think is the animated Beauty and the Beast was on such a high pedestal that, like, they couldn't really surpass it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, for that reason. Right. I feel like that's the only reason I would say that. But I think that just as being a remake of Beauty and the Beast, I thought it was awesome. I think they did a great job, you know? No, I loved it. And it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't different enough from the original, like how Jungle Book was the same as, you know, they animated it, but they took liberties. They made it different. Beauty and the Beast, they did a lot of cool little differences. Like, the Enchantress, I think, was the best difference. And then, I, th- I thought I, you were pointing to something, like I was doing something wrong. Um, no, I, 
I really enjoyed it. I just think that, I just think that with how big of a movie the original was, mm. it was it's hard to live up to that again and surpass it in that sense, or have it be something equal. Like I think I would still prefer to watch the original, whereas I think I could be in a different mood where I would want to watch live action Jungle Book or animated Jungle Book. Okay. That makes sense. I see your point. I'm, but, I'm totally on board with the new movies. Yeah. I think it's the best live action they've done. Mm. And it gives me a lot of hope for the new ones. Yeah. Make. See, I think I think it made me feel nervous for Lion King. I, I actually, uh, Hannah mentioned that too. She's nervous, she's nervous about that too. Yeah, because I think that, I just think it's a dumb idea to re, basically reanimate the movie. Mm-hmm. That's essentially, it'll look cooler, but, and it'll also feel, I think we're going to, it's going to feel weird, those animals singing. And it's going to be weird that it's, yeah, live action, but they're going to be Just probably adding things to it, too. It's wondering to what they're going to add, yeah. In, in a live action type of movie. I mean, John Favreau's great, so if he can do it, but... And Jalai King's one of those where you want, the, so you, you want the music in it, yeah. But it's, it's will the music work if you do a live action? Because Jungle Book had that problem where I think I think Bare Necessities worked perfectly. Because it did that in a montage type, like Blue was just singing... Because he liked to sing, that was that was a good idea. The King Louis stuff was a little that was bad. That was a little weird. <laughs> that was the you best part that. of that fucking yeah. movie. I love I know. that. Part. <laughs> like it, I thought it was terrible. But it threw me off because you know he's like it. It, it did seem weird. Like this, this this bad guy's like I'm gonna sing to you now. Whereas Baloo had made sense and got this this guy. He's just in the woods. He's like eh, let's sing a song yeah. now. Like that. <laughs> he's the jungle bum. <laughs> this guy he's in the woods. He's, like, yeah, he's I, a I jungle bum. Those man. all the time. Yeah, just guys in the woods. Hey, you want to sing a song? It, it made sense with Baloo, but yeah. but at the same time, I mean, John Favreau made the co- said he's like, if that song wouldn't have been in there, though, people would have wanted it, and I think that's totally true. Those two songs are the touchstones. So with Junk and with Lion King, every single song is important. So it's like, yeah, what's I just feel happen? like music is such a big part of the Lion King. I just feel like mm-hmm. they can't not do it. And How are they gonna I film feel, the I, uh, Be Prepared song? It's gonna look so weird. It is like with the like the. The fucking fire. The hyenas are on these like little cliffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have are hyenas. they gonna be walking like I Nazis just... again? Yeah, I think so. You think they'll walk like Nazis they'll march. again? Yeah. They do it, stormtroopers. Yeah. Do they? I mean, they can't. They'll yeah. march. They won't like see Kyle. <laughs> but no, like, do you? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The goose stepping. Yeah. yeah. Like they, yeah. they, they, they totally yeah. do the Nazi walk. Yeah. 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 They'll probably do. You think they'll do that again? I mean, they'll. They they're, might not. They're it, hyenas, so yeah. They might not be as overt. Will that be like, an animation thing, though? Like, in animation, you can. That looks fine. Yeah. But will it look weird if they're actual, like. Hyenas they, and They rose. look like real animals <laughs> going. <laughs> like, I don't think they're going to work. I don't know. It's going to be a challenge. For it sure. will be. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. After Jungle Book, I trust them doing. I trust that it'll look shit. awesome. See, I was, I was saying that to her. I'm like, Jungle Book did it. So. But I think. But I, I really think that it's an X factor, the fact that Mowgli is a real person. He's the, I think the fact that you have Mowgli it. in there, that's what makes it look... I mean, it, it will still look real, but it's just... Mm-hmm. Rafiki's like... He's an ape. So kind of <laughs> humanish. <laughs> I be, guess. He'll be the grounding um, factor. He'll, he'll be your ground. <laughs> we, were, we were also <laughs> talking about it with the Jungle Book remake, or the Lion King remake, because now they have Don Glover as Simba, mm-hmm. and they have Michael... Or, James Earl Jones coming back which as awesome. Mufasa, which is awesome. Um, and we were talking about like, what's the new Do cast going to be? Are they going to be an all? Is it going to be an all black cast? Which is fine. Um, which would be cool. It'd be interesting. Will they have Lupita Nyong'o? Did I say that name right? Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Close. Okay. Was she going to be um, Sarabi or Nala, or yeah. would they not have her because she was she already a wolf? Or... I would love her to be Nala. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. Or will they have somebody else? Like, I, I can't think of any actresses at the moment, but. 
I guess it's hard for me to think of all of them, but yeah. I will say that one actor I would love to come back would be Nathan Lane as Timon, because I feel like that yeah. voice specifically stands out You could have Kerry Washington be Nala, you could have mm. Lupita be Sorobi. Okay. For sure. That's a good idea. Who will be... Pumbaa? <laughs> That'll <laughs> probably be... Um, I could anybody do that, actually. Keenan Thompson. Danny, <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of weird people. <laughs> Will um, Kevin James? <laughs> Will Will Smith voice anybody? Hopefully not. Um, I've lost a lot of respect for Will Smith recently. <laughs> the movies are terrible. He's gotta, Sick of them. He's got to bounce back. Hmm. Yeah. So going off of like these movies and the remakes too, Mulan. Yeah. I feel like Mulan with song wise because they announced last week that Mulan was going to have songs. And then, like, two days later, the director was like, I don't know where everybody got the idea from that. We, we don't have anything planned yet. And I go, you said it. But, so, with the Mulan songs, I think they have the same Jungle Book vibe where it's, like, songs are in it, but the only, there's only two that really matter in that movie. And I think it's the same thing with Jungle Book, whereas I think Bare Necessities, you can fit in and it can work perfectly. And the, the monkey song, or I Want to like Be Like You. You, was off, even though it's a, like, song. And I think... I think Mulan would have the same thing. I think reflection, I feel, is needed. Like, I really want reflection in that movie. But if uh, Make a Man Out of You is not in it, even though I love that song, like... It gotta be. It has to be in it. You think it has to be in it? Yes. I, really? I, I also think it has to be in it. That I feel, is, that's I feel the like song. you are right in that it definitely... Will it throw off the movie, though? Because if you have this action movie... Weird, and right? will that be weird, like, the so commander... It be a montage like, scene. It, it can be a montage like scene. Animation. It could be, yeah. but, like... Will it just be, you know, we're going to play somebody singing the song? Like, somebody, we're going to have some new singer come in and sing it. Or is it going to be, you know, the Shang, you know, let's get down. He spins the thing around. He hits the rock I or whatever. I don't see it being that bad. But, oh, I, I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just wondering. I, I can totally see it being bad, but I feel like I would also I think it be has really, to be there. I feel like I would also be really disappointed if it wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just, I just think it's... When I think of Mulan, that's, I think one, of that that's one of my favorite songs, mm-hmm. Disney songs, it's, When I think of, of Mulan, that's the song that comes to mind. I agree. I, just, do, I do agree reflect, that yeah. they, they could work in reflection very... I think easily. Ref- a, a, yeah, like, yeah. easily. Yeah. Way more easily than Make a Man Out of You. Well, I just think reflection is, is essential to the plot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Whereas the other one isn't. I just feel like that's going to be one, especially if it's not... you just afraid of the social justice warriors coming out? <laughs> no. Social... I, I can go on about that, but... Um, oh, my God. Shang's not buying this movie. Well, he never was. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mulan's transgender. <laughs> Please stop. I hate it. Um, no, it's just... Because if the whole movie's not a musical and you just have one musical number, that sticks out like a sore thumb. And I think that's the problem you run into. Then you can do them all. <laughs> you can do them I, You could. It's just that... I just don't know if Mulan needs to be a musical. I think that's where it is. Okay. It doesn't have to be. No. Yeah. I just, I agree. Like, if they, if they, if they work, make a man out of you into it and it fits and it's awesome, like, I don't Maybe have a problem. Maybe repri- uh, like a reprised version of it. Just like, like a little. I don't have a, I don't have a problem. Like, I'm wondering how it's going to fit in. Yeah. Because at the very least, mm-hmm. I hope they do it how they did like Kaz's song in Jungle Book. Like just have it in the credits. That could work. Trust like, me. Okay. Just have like yeah. have mm-hmm. the have the actors and actresses do the song. Yeah. But then just have that be like the main. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- I just thing in the credits. My only thing is I don't want it to be in a movie if it's going to be a distraction like the King Louis version. Yeah. Or if it's going to be you know just look bad and be like this is dumb. That's my only thing. If it's if it's awesome, then for all means do it. <laughs> yeah. 
<sighs> okay, and then briefly, I just wanted to mention Power Rangers because yeah. Jared and I saw it, and that movie was shockingly good. It was. It was I don't <laughs> believe it. James is like, no, so, I don't believe it. <laughs> I will. I will say, if it wasn't a Power Rangers movie, it wouldn't have been good. Yeah, agreed. Yes, um, this is a lot. I do. I, yeah. I like. I feel it. like. I feel as though there are a thousand ways it could have been a horrible movie, <laughs> but I feel like the the like vibe they went for it, where they kind of went for this Breakfast Club kind of delinquent like kids, uh, you know, becoming the Power Rangers things. I just, I feel like it really worked, and I feel I feel like it mostly runs on the personalities of the of like the kids because. Uh, like the actual like Power Rangers part of it, it's like, it's, lame. it's it's lame. Well, no, it's, well, they're, it's they're all like goody cool. goodies. Um, they're not characters. What do you mean? Like, oh, like yeah, in the old show, yeah, like they're just the like show, bland. Yeah, they're like goody goodies. Um, but like <clears throat> the actual like they don't get their Power Ranger suits until like the end of the movie and stuff like that. So like a a lot of this movie is about building up these characters and uh, <clears throat> it's like very reminiscent of like breakfast club shit like i said which is like i i really i really enjoyed it and i liked all the characters i think it was like a lot of they're they're all very different and unique and i i, I enjoyed them and mm-hmm. i think that's why i enjoyed the movie so much yeah i and rita repulsa yeah. was like awesome she was actually really cool like she was very she was creepy she was creepy as hell which mm-hmm. i i expected her to be lame but like she was she was like funny at certain points and like goofy, <laughs> but like she was also very like creepy. Who did her? Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So I've killed rangers know. before. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she I think she did a good job and I don't know, I just thought it was it was surprisingly good. Like I I didn't go in expecting much from it. I just expected like a a brainless just kind of ninja turtles ni- yeah ninja turtles like just like a brainless like oh cool action mm. movie like transformers or some shit like that but it was that but also i feel like it just had like a little dash of like character that made it like a step above i would i would say it's, it's better than the two ninja i mean this doesn't say a lot but <laughs> out of these type of movies like the, these two new ninja turtle movies and every single transformer since the first one i think this is better than all of them and um what was I going to say about the Power Rangers, actually? I think the reason I said it w- it wouldn't be a good movie without being a Power Rangers movie is because there were, like, a lot of character arcs and stuff where, like, you would have wanted to see more, you wanted to see what was going to happen next, or they didn't feel like they were, like, there was a tight bow on all the character arcs like that, and they're coming together, and why they beat Rita Repulsa and stuff of that nature, which they could be saving for another one. But I think the fact that it was Power Rangers, which threw me off, because I was like, oh my gosh, these are all kind of like really cool characters. They have really cool motivations, what they're doing, why they're doing this. Um, it was awesome. The Billy, the new Blue Ranger, he's um, on the autis- autism spectrum in this movie. So he's kind of like, you know, fidgety like that. Uh, Jason's like the football star, but he made a mistake or he messed up and he's, you know, now he's in detention. Now he's ruined the team and everybody looks at him like he's, you know, ruined everything and he's not even, doesn't really want to play football anymore. So you got like that kind of with him. The Yellow Ranger is, um, she's gay and she's not sure to come out to her parents. Um, the black, new black Ranger, he's kind of like weird and off and it's almost more like a facade almost he puts on because he's upset because his mother's sick and dying. And then Pink Ranger, my girl, she's, she had a cool story arc too where she accidentally started, she accidentally like was the 
the first one sent out a, a picture or something. Like there was a there's a sexting scandal at the school where one of like her friends like sent her a picture or something, and she showed it to her boyfriend, and the boyfriend spread it around the school. And she talked about how like she had to sit in the principal's office while like the principal showed the pictures to like you know the father of the girl. And... What was me? Yeah. Well, no, it was like that Poor she made Kimberly. a mistake. And it's, you know what? <laughs> how dare Such you? Such a burden to how, bear. How dare you sit in front of me and make fun of Kimberly? <laughs> <laughs> but. No, it was just that she felt yeah. like she couldn't, like, come back from that. Like, she was a bad person. She, like, hurt people. And they like, no, there was no, like, that she just couldn't. She, she was, That's who she was. You know? She's unredeemable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was, like I said, like, I really liked all that. Like, they each had a character arc. They each had, like, a... It was different. I was not ex- expecting it at all. That to be that adult. How was, was awesome. um... What's his name? Alpha Alpha. He was cool. He was fine. right? Bill Hader. There yeah. were some scenes, though, where it just felt like I want a little bit more of him, where he just seems like he's there. Um, it very... it there were they had, It felt like they were cramming a lot into this movie to build up to that final scene where they all fight as the Power Rangers. Um, the Zordon stuff was awesome. They start off the movie taking place in the Crustaceous period or whatever period it is, and they show... Like, the Rangers are pretty much dead except for the Red Ranger. Like, he's, like, crawling, and he's speaking an alien language, and he takes off the helmet, and it's, you know... Uh, what's his face? Brian Cranston looking like an alien, huh. and we're like, "Oh shit!" Zordon's the power. The red was the old Red Power Ranger, hmm. and then Elizabeth Banks is the Green Ranger, and she, you know, was going to take him out. And he's like, "Alpha Five, send them, like, you know, send them. Send, we have to stop her, you know, send the meteor." It's so like, "Oh, the meteors will kill the dinosaurs, huh? huh that's pretty cool." And that's how he kind of like stops her and puts like you know whatever happens. Gotcha. It was just a little cool yeah, stuff like cool. that. Like, was like, "All right, this is a little more texture to it." Yeah, exactly. They talked about the Power Rangers were on Earth to protect whatever Zeo Crystal or whatever it was called because that's what gives planet's life and that Rita Repulsa wants to take it so that she can destroy and then like she could create life on her own or she could destroy other planets so it's like okay like there's her motive whatever and like there was also more to it than that could because there was some sort of conflict between her and the red or Zordon where she felt she she should have been leader or he didn't like the way she treated her she's like you know you're gonna recognize me so there was that like envy to her which makes sense because she's green so they made something out of this yeah mud pile of <laughs> it was I not know, like just power rangers from exactly it wasn't just years of bullshit. it wasn't just like oh i'm gonna destroy the planet because yeah. that's what i do and yeah. i'm it, gonna get big now <laughs> yeah they did have they had goldar but he was just like a giant he didn't have a face which was lame it definitely felt like well they ran out of a budget <laughs> <laughs> um well <clears throat> the one thing Donnie and i said too was we both kind of said it it was probably because we're not maybe we're not big power ranger fans but I don't care about the Zords. Like, yeah, I could, those are stupid. I, I could, like I can just have them being the Power Rangers mm-hmm. fighting bad guys. That's fine with me. And I actually wanted more than this movie. That was very brief. Was them getting the suits and then fighting the putties real quick. They had the awesome corny lines. Like they kick one's heads off and they go heads up. And I'm like, yes, oh, no, it was, I love it. No, it was so it was good. good. It was so good. They like they filmed it for like I was. I was talking to Jared afterwards. I was like, I don't know how they did it, but they made it feel like those old Power Ranger fights. Like, they nailed the aesthetic, but, like, it looked fucking cool because there was, like, they were in this, like, the cool, like, suits and everything. And Jared's, Jared pointed out that it's, like, because they, they film it at, from, like, a distance with, at, like, a wide angle so you can see, like, what everything's doing. And I was like, yeah, I think that is it. I just, I think they nailed, like, the style, like, kind of in, in an homage to the old Power Rangers mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff. I was like, because, like, when they did get their suits and they come out and they're fighting the putties, I was like, it's fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> you almost forgot that it was a Power Rangers movie yeah. until you saw them fighting, which yeah. was cool. Yeah. This, but, yeah, like, the Zords just throw me out of it. It's like, okay, they're in their big machines, and that's when I feel like 
they didn't feel like the characters anymore. Like they're just in these zords and they're fighting the big gold. They went back into their old archetypes. Yeah, exactly. That was to me where it was like, and once again, that's one of those things where it's like if that if the zords wouldn't have been in the movie, I'd have been like, why weren't the zords there? And I would have been pissed. <laughs> so I personally hope for the next one. They just, I would think that because that would be great if they used less zords because that's the formula that the Power Rangers. Oh, they fight the bad guy, he grows big, they get in the zords, and they fight him again. So I feel like they need to stray away from that. Yeah. Like they could have the Zords quick, and then they could have them beat the guy, whoever it is, as just themselves. Because that was yeah. aw- there was a great scene where they fought Rita without their suits, and she kicked the shit out of them. But I was like, that should have been an awesome scene—just her fighting all of them, hand to hand. Here's a real question. Yeah, did they use the original soundtrack? The they song. did. They threw it yeah, in there when they, they got in the Zords. There you they go. Were and they were running. Flying. They were like running. And go, go, and Power Rangers! Like, cool. cool. That's cool. It was pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. Um, they could have. They could have had. A, they could have had a setup to Megazord because that just kind of happened. They didn't know what happened until yeah. like they bonded. I did or whatever. It. That was weird because like the whole thing was about them like becoming like a team and stuff. That was how they morphed. They caring about each other. They couldn't morph into their like suits without forming like a bond and stuff like that. And then once they got into the Zords, like it was, they were all but like defeated. Like the Goldar was pushing them into the pit, into like this pit, and then they fell into the pit, and then they just come out as the Megazord. And I was like. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't have a that, to that it. just kind of like happened out of desperation. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they had like move it together to fight him, and they moved really slow. Yeah, I feel like they have to make this if if they're gonna have the Megazord in this, he needs to move quick like the yeah. Transformers do. Yeah, I agree with that. But once like, it that was, was probably it a was budget just thing. Kinda like, they're gonna have him fight Godzilla. Soon. That'd be fucking awesome. Godzilla wreck him. Um, and then they set it up. Obviously, they they did set it up for the next one. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the end part too. Where they had all the po- like the newspapers, like, oh, the Power Rangers or whatever. They want to save the day, and um, the dad, the Red Ranger's dad. They hinted that he knows that Jason's the Red Ranger, but he doesn't say anything. They hinted at that, which I thought was really nice. Um, I like the little scene with the Yellow Ranger where she's with her little brothers and she's like fixing the holes in her wall from where Rita attacked her, and and the brothers are like, I want to be the red one, I want to be the black one. She's like, Why don't you be the yellow one? I'm like, yeah, I'll be him. And she's like, Well, how do you know it's how do you know it's a boy? And I just ah, it was corny, but I like it. <laughs> um. And then the mid credit scene, the teaser for the next one, was that looks with the Saturday detention or whatever it's it is. Ivan News, please. Huh? Ivan News. I hope. I don't ever talk about this. I'm like, yeah. they better bring Ivan News. Yeah. I would love for him. That, like, <laughs> I would want. I want for the second one to have Lord uh, Zed. Lord Zed. Or, Go full cheese. Yeah, whatever. Ivan News. I want, and then the third one, I want fucking Ivan News. They apparently they awesome. six movies they planned. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But these <laughs> studios, James is so upset. These studios. I, I, if they're gonna do six of them, though, like I just hope it's the Mighty Morphin. Like I hope it's those five. I don't give a fuck. They're gonna about... bring the fucking Green and White Ranger. No, they're, they're gonna bring the Green and White one. But yeah. like I'm talking about, like when Kimberly left and they brought in like Cat, oh. whoever. I'm like I don't give a fuck okay. about you. Um, <laughs> don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, but that that was the hint for the next one. Was they had uh the Saturday detention and the kid, the the teacher, the guy was like. Okay, we have a new student in detention this week, Tommy Oliver. And they're like, Tommy Oliver, where are you? And then they show the seat, and there's a green hoodie on it. And you're like, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Which, another thing I liked about it was how they subtly would put all the Rangers' colors in their outfits randomly. Like, Trini had, like, a yellow shirt on, or, yeah. like, Jason's shirt had red letters. Uh, Kimberly had, like, the pink under Yeah, when they were all together, like, going to the thing, Audrey leaned over. She's like, did you notice they're all wearing their colors? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Bill, uh, Billy, or was it, did that, yeah, Billy. Yeah, yeah. Billy, the Blue yeah, Ranger, he had, like, a blue, blue vest on. Yeah. The one kid had, like, a leather jacket on, the black one. I'm like, that's, I like that. Like, they have all their colors sprinkled throughout. Yeah, it was totally. cool. 
Because they did that in the old show, too. Because, like, I was watching clips and, like, mm. Billy would wear the fucking yeah. blue-ass overalls and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> fucking awesome dork. overalls. <laughs> Billy, uh, Billy was a show, show stealer. Yeah, this. Billy he was, was a, hilarious. He was, he was awesome. He was the best. Mm. It was cool to be, like, the really diverse. Like, mm-hmm. to bring diversity to this when the Power Rangers were so bland before. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't even make a comment, like, five kids all different colors. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Except for... Kimberly and uh, Jason, they were white, but the other ones are different yeah. descents, which was cool. Yeah. But um, overall, I really liked the Zordon story. He was going to betray them actually in the movie. Like that was another twist of it was he wanted them to morph because like when they morph, when they open up the morphing matrix, whatever it was, then he could use that power to come back to life. And then he was going to try to stop Rita, but then he ends up like giving the power to them. He's like, no, you guys have to be able to stop her. I failed before. Brian Krantz is a good guy. Yeah, but this wall. <laughs> made me. This made me look forward to another one. I really want another one. Give him a little bit more money. Spend a little more time with the character arcs and whatever. But it was. It felt like this is something. You know, they have to make a profit though. Yeah, hmm. it I does. They heard that it cost them a hundred million dollars to make it. Yeah, which isn't. That's not a lot not per crazy. se, especially when you think of overseas. Hopefully, it makes a lot over there. And I feel like a lot of studios, they have to know. Like putting out a movie this month, particularly, they're like they had. They had to know like. If it doesn't do well, it's because of Beauty and the Beast. Like they, they can't blame it on the movie. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it, and I really want to see another one. Yeah, same. You should watch it when I'm it comes out. I'm gonna, well, you're gonna force you to. <laughs> you like I'm not. I'm going. good. Hannah's I'll live. Watch. I'll watch it vicariously through you guys like this. It's nice. Hannah's, Hannah's gonna want to watch it. Not to spend any money. Hannah wants to watch it though. <laughs> you come home and she's dressed as the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> She's in like a, like a, one of the old, the yeah. legitimate old. That's her like, way of coming out to you. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she watches this movie and then she comes out. That'd be flat <laughs> She's like, "You're gonna have to move out." She's like, "What?" <laughs> he has to move back in with Colton. Oh my god, that's a nightmare. Right? <laughs> uh, Not that the cat's living there. Uh, so yeah, we're at 50 minutes right now. Do we want to talk about Justice League and Spider Man? Yeah, let's do. Want to do that? Okay. Yeah, we can talk about it quick. Okay, uh, so then I uh, just wanted to cover some Marvel and DC shit that came out. A uh, new trailer for Justice League and Spider-Man came out. Spider-Man trailer actually just came out today. Um, a new one. Uh, so I guess start at the bottom. <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> what a joke. Uh, what a joke. James what that. a joke. Come together. Yeah. I just what a joke! This seriously, what are they doing over there? I don't know, man. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Welcome to the, <laughs> the hating. That, a, welcome to another edition of hating on DC. <laughs> the thing that sucks is the Dash podcast. I can't ever help but get excited when I see these trailers. I'm like, part of me just wants to love this so much. And some of the awesome shots of Batman tumbling and throwing the batteries are so oh, cool yeah. looking. They look awesome. so good. He Wonder Woman, awesome. Gail Gadot, it always looks awesome. good. The trailers <laughs> always look good, man. I, I understand. You. It's like Transformers. Mm. The trailers always look good. They do. When it comes out, it's just fucking trash pile. What a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> the new Transformers trailer looked really bad. It, I thought it looked good. I, I thought it looked terrible. good. I thought it looked that cool. Looks... See, I, that, that was what I wanted. I'm like, man, I just want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to be good. Yeah. Fell oh. for hook, line, and sinker. Mm. If Grim yeah. doesn't talk, I walk. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I, I agree. I wanted him to talk in that fucking trailer real bad. Me, Grimlock. <laughs> he just like banging his head on the ground. No, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, was... But yeah, so I got... <coughs> You okay? <coughs> um, Choking on those aspirations. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, so, Justice League trailer is kind of just more of the same complaints, really. It's just mm-hmm. jokes not landing. It just, just seems so forced. It yeah. just seems... It, it, I dig it. 
Uh, it just seems like <laughs> Superman. They not want being they sucks. want one. They want to do like one angle with it, but then they feel forced to do another angle with it to compete with Marvel. So then it just becomes a garbled mess. It's just, yeah. Like, mm, they they want to do this like dark like bullshit thing, and then they're they're the only ones who want that to happen. <laughs> so then they have to like. <laughs> so then they have to, to like litter jokes in there and shit like that, and make it more like Marvel, which I just—it's just that studio problem. Bad imitation. It's, just... it's the studio problem of they don't—they're not thinking about what actually makes the movie good. They're just going for those little touchstones of blatant things like the jokes. Or, oh, look, Nolan made dark movies. Let's make dark movies. Yeah. And it's the same thing that they seem they're to be... They're swearing. Yeah, they're well, swearing. Let's put the saturation way down. And now that after Deadpool and Logan have been great, DC's like, oh, maybe we'll make a rated R movie. It's like, that's not that's not what made those movies good. That was the character of the characters, the story building. That's what made those they're movies Just a great. bunch of bozos over there at they, the I, studio. I don't know. I don't understand it. I like, just... It seems so easy. Marvel makes it look so easy. Even when they're formulaic, they're at least like, all right, well, fine, whatever. But it is easy. You just put comic book people <laughs> on these film sets. I guess. I don't know. You I know don't... the characters. I don't know. I saw a funny meme the other day that said, like, preparing for a DC movie, and it had uh, Jason Momoa and uh, Ben Affleck, like, working out. And then the next one was Marvel, you know, working or preparing for a Marvel movie, and it was Brie Larson reading Miss Marvel and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch with a... Yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah, because they, they're understanding the characters. Like, that's the point. Like... I don't know. I, it's one of those things. Like I keep on wanting these movies to be good, and they're not. So I, I, I you said the same thing. Um, if the reviews come out and they're not good, I'm not gonna see it. I'm gonna, yeah. or maybe I'll see it on a five dollar night. Maybe I'll go see it at a cheap show, but I'm probably gonna wait for a DVD because I can't. I can't keep contributing to this because they just mess. keep thinking. Oh, okay, he's making money. Let's keep making. Yeah. It. So that's the thing. I gotta like just take a stand and finally be like, yeah. Once it's that sixty percent, <laughs> I can't go. Once they know it's bad, then mm-hmm. they won't keep making them yeah Not exactly so yeah so on a lighter note spider-man trailer came out and that looks pretty what, freaking what? cool yeah, it did <laughs> it looked good uh, yeah i definitely i i like uh i just i really like michael keaton just, he's like he's i will kill he's you a, these past like couple of, like ever since birdman. birdman birdman i feel like he's just skyrocketed up to Spotlight. one of my favorite actors like mm-hmm. he's he's just he's a great actor he's Hitting his prime a little late for me, but I mean, yeah. you know, well, what are you do? Juice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Beetlejuice, uh, but uh, I do like him in Beetlejuice. It's a great movie. It's showtime. <laughs> um, but I, so I'm really excited to have him as the villain, um, and especially because they're kind of going with like in the world where like the Avengers exist, like he mm-hmm. like fully acknowledges that he's like from the trailer. It seems like he acknowledges that he's just like this low rent villain and stuff, and like he just wants to like take care of his own and stuff like that. And yeah. how he talks about like family <laughs> and stuff, and how it do- it does feel like it's. I'm hoping like in the world where the Avengers exist, I feel like they're setting up a good friendly neighborhood Spider-Man story. And I feel and it, it while still being like a big, like Avengers esque, like it takes Aven- place in that world, but it's yeah. Yeah. Scale. Like it's a, like, I don't know. It feels from these trailers, at least to me that they're doing a good job of doing a smaller story mm-hmm. inside. Like mm-hmm. Ant-Man, like I know you didn't like Ant-Man, but <laughs> I liked Ant-Man. Yeah. And I, I, Cause I thought they did a good job of doing a standalone story yeah. in the world, in a world where, fucking ultron just dropped the city <laughs> like yeah. um so. why can't uh michael keaton get away from flying animals <laughs> that's, that's a good that's a good question <laughs> yeah. 
got bats, mm. Birdman. Now he's a vulture. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, also, that's got to be a theme. He's got like yeah. wings. Yeah, I feel like it took a little bit to grow on me, but I do really like the vulture design they're going for. Yeah. Oh, I like I, it. I'm yeah. a big fan of it. It looked like, good. It's it, really looked, cool. it looked awesome with the wings picking them up. Yeah, that looked cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I just think everything about it is it, really cool. I think it's really cool that they're they're fixing the Marvel villain problem where they're always just like a copies of the bad versions of the good guy like yeah. Obadiah Stane or uh, the 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 Yellow Jacket or whatever from Ant Man mm-hmm. with Vulture where he there's a connection there's some type of reasoning that makes him similar to Spider Man. It, it just seems like they're they're going for a cool villain character where we're gonna in a way sympathize with him and we're gonna root for him in a way which I you think didn't is sympathize perfect. with the Jamie Fox. No, I I, pers- I like Electro. I, I'm one of the few people who didn't. I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm one of the few people who did. I think they could have done a little bit more, but I enjoyed it. I'm whatever. The dubs, I did like him. I feel like I could have done without the dubstep being so overly <laughs> part of his character. See, I, I, I get it. it. Awesome. I get. I get that it's cool, but like, it was just. It was like, and I would have loved it if they did it just like a tad more subtly. I don't know, but like his like sh- things like literally making sound waves. I was just like. I don't know. It's, it's a little too much to me. For I think me. it's because I'm not into the internet like you or into music, yeah. so you always hear that kind of music. Yeah. So you're like, it's overdone where I'm like, oh, cool, what's this music? <laughs> what, is is this, this, what is this brand new hip-hop and music? This is different from the Disney music I listen to. Yeah. Um, but So in the trailer, they did kind of show like, Oh, him get like shocked by someone. Is that supposed to be like shocker? Is there like there's a rumors of a shocker supposed to be in it too? Yeah, okay. Is I thought that was one of Vulture's weapons though. Could be one of Vulture's weapons, but we don't know who Daniel Glover. Dan, Dan, Dan. What's his fucking Donald? name? Donald Glover. Donald. My name. What if your closest friends? Who the, the same fuck name do you think me? you are? <laughs> um, Donald Glover, and there was another guy. Yeah, the white dude who's with um. Um, we don't know if they're villains, if they're going to be teamed up with Vulture, because it looks like Vulture's the big bad, but if these two guys are going to be like how Rhino was in Amazing Spider-Man 2, he's just going to be there, or if they're going to be teamed up with him, I don't know. I assume they're going to build up the Sinister Six, though. But overall, I, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I hated the first trailer. I liked this one a lot more. Mm-hmm. Still could do without Tony, though. I love Tony. I don't want him in Spider-Man want that, want that beard in here. He's like a main character in the film, it looks like. Like, looks like it. We'll see. Come on. I I think it's needed, though. Spider-Man can stand on his own. He can, but I think this is just... They need to draw that connection so that... Because Tony's going to be gone after Phase 3. He already had the connection. In Civil War. We need need to build it up. Because this is the the torch passing. Because Spider-Man is going to be taken center stage once Phase 4 starts. I think that's what it's going to be. Because he was a centerpiece, and now Spider-Man's going to be. See, and they, I, don't, I don't like that because it's too much planning ahead. Just make a good movie without thinking I of think they everything will. else. All right. You could plan ahead like them, and they, they've been making good movies around, or you can be like DC and just throw <laughs> everything at the wall. Like, <laughs> Give them the kitchen sink. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. <clears throat> All right. So this has been a very movie-heavy hep- ep- episode. <laughs> Very movie heavy episode, episode sixty nine of Dash mm-hmm. Gaming, mm-hmm. uh, with the three sexiest boys you know. Um, if you uh, have any opinions about anything we talked about, uh, or would like to suggest future topics that we talk about on the podcast, uh, send the, on either podcast, either the general one or this one. Uh, send those to lwadpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at lwadpod on Twitter, and we will happily engage with you. Goodbye, baby.
Now that's a podcast.